He's Bill. I'm Jim. I don't have coffee today. I have um, blueberry vodka apple juice because, yeah, I'm trying to be healthy. Um, Bill, what are you drinking? Uh, I ran out of tea, so I got one of my wife's Pepsi. Okay, I'm being helpful today. I'll kill the relive in a second. But if you want to find us, we are available on most podcast outlets. You can find us on YouTube by searching BJ at Coffee. We're available on Facebook at facebook.com slash BJ at Coffee. And you can always reach us by email at BJ at Coffee at gmail.com. And finally, we're also on Twitter at Coffee underscore BJ. And now I'll kill the reverb. Boom. No more effects. <laughs> oh, Lordy. So, what a week it's been. Um, if it wasn't for the fact that the wife and I have to go grab dinner after we're done here, I'd be blazing one right now because it's fucking legal in New York State now. And yes, the only reason why I think he passed that was because he finally got a 10th freaking person to come forward that he sexually harassed. We need a couple more so you just open up the state and be done with it. Um. I'm, at, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if I spoke up and said that freaking Cuomo touched my wiener if he would take and get rid of the mask mandate. Probably not because Biden wants everybody to have it and you know all the Democrat governors are running with it. Dude. Yes, make sure you wear two. No, um, I'm wearing one, but honestly, the longer this goes on, the more I'm getting annoyed with it because, and, and I, I probably said this last week too, but here's the thing. I started out working as a paramedic in New York City the first two years I had my card at the height of the AIDS epidemic. Now, back then, we had no clue how it was contracted, passed, whatever. No clue whatsoever. All, you know, it, all we knew is that if you got it, it had a 99% plus fatality rate. COVID still has a 0.48% fatality rate, less than a half of a percent. So, and I'm not saying don't be careful, don't be safe. I wear my mask so I don't get in trouble because, you know, I like my jobs and yeah, I live in New York still, but it's really starting to look off and I don't know how else to put it, but I'm not going to go down that road because, yes, it's real. I'm not saying it isn't real. Um, I mean, they're starting to report more and more people getting the vaccine or coming down with COVID. So I'm like, I'm glad I can't get the fucking vaccine because, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been knock on wood quietly so the dogs don't go nuts. I, I've been good so far, and I was exposed to it when it first got over here. We know that much. I was exposed to it, and then, of course, I ended up getting it because my kids were in school. Well, my exposure, my kids, my kids, I might have actually got it. My kids gave it to my kids. Who knows? Yeah, I say my exposure was actually in like December of 19 because it went through the place I was working. Everybody was out sick. And then in March, everybody got tested and found out they had the antibodies, which meant they had it, which is exactly what. And all the symptoms matched. So COVID went through my workplace and I never got it. Knock it on wood. Um, God, every time I do that, all I can think of is that, that song by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. <laughs> yeah, your, your echo's still on. Shouldn't be. I turned off my effects. Let me do that. Do that. Is that better? No, it still sounds the same. Oh. It could be just I've got a stronger uh, sound coming through. 
because I've got my effects are zeroed out. My effects are turned off. How's that? Any change? A little better. Okay. We'll run with that then. Um, well, I've got the, the other soundboard set up because I was moving stuff around. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let me set that up just because. <laughs> I'll have to take a listen to it after we're done when I uh, render the video and all that. I'll see how it sounds. So, uh, let's see. So, obviously, the Derek Chauvin trial is big news. Um, I, okay, I'm going to flat out say Chauvin was wrong. It was a case, uh, another case in his instance of excessive force, which unfortunately resulted in the loss of life to Mr. Floyd. And Bill, oh, there you are. <laughs> Hold on, you're, you're muted. Unmute yourself. There, there we go. I have no idea. You froze up. I have a feeling that you are in a bad spot for your internet. Well, that's a hell of a freeze up with like one eye closed, looking all squinty and shit. Yeah, like Forrest Whitaker eye going on, if you can hear me. Oh. Well, while we're having technical difficulties, I'll finish what I was saying, um, which I'll have to repeat when Bill gets back in. Actually, I'm going to pause the recording for a minute. Okay, we're recording again. I paused it for a second. Um, that was a hell of a, a, a freeze up. We went. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that ain't, that, that's pretty." Yeah, Forrest Whitaker eye going on. I literally, I literally looked and I'm like, uh, "What's going on here?" And I looked and I'm like, um, "Because they give us two internet connections through our company, and you know, it, it's like I'm like, all right, why is it on? And one's the five G, and one's the two G. So, and each one's got a different name." Well, I looked at him like it's on 2G. Why the fuck's it on 2G? I love it. Um, so anyway, what I was saying was, um, right the, I, now I've, I've watched the body cam footage because it was leaked out. I have watched the entire freaking thing, and there's a lot of it because there's like four body cams worth of footage. Excuse me, shuffling dogs. Oh. Are you talking about George Floyd? The yeah. George Floyd bull crap. That yeah. So, yeah, because the Chauvin trial is going on right now. Now, here's here's the thing. Eric um, Chauvin, in my personal opinion, is definitely guilty of using excessive force, which unfortunately resulted in or contributed to the death of George Floyd. However, George Floyd was also high as fuck on fentanyl at the time, which I'm sure was a contributing factor to his death because fentanyl in and of itself, one of the major things it does, is it, dep it depresses the respiratory ability of the body. So it means you don't breathe as well. So when you put those two factors together, yeah, somebody's going to die. I mean, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying that's just facts, period, plain and simple. Well, and, now, and not just that, but also the, the, if you look at the actual 911 report, when the 911 report came in prior to the death and his arrest, the report came in that he actually gave a counterfeit $20 bill to a store clerk. I'm curious to know if that was a legit bill or if it was actually counterfeit. I don't know if that ever came out. That never came, it never came out, actually, as if it was uh, an actual counterfeit or a legit bill. But it, the 911 call, they played that 
the first day of the uh, start of the trial, and it was literally stated that it was a that he used a counterfeit bill to pay for whatever it is he was buying. Gotcha. So I mean, obviously he's already had a criminal act there. Well. If it was actually counterfeit. Now, the, the court well, yes. thought it was, but I have yet to hear any anybody say if it was or wasn't, in fact. Um, well, one of the one of the people that were, one of the persons that was with him, and I, they didn't really get into, I like, don't remember if they got into the person's name, I'd have to go back and look, just pled the Fifth Amendment. I got uh, that up here on the news screen. So, are we going to know what this whole story is going to be? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. There, last I checked, and I could be wrong on this, but last I checked, they were pressing on murder charges. Now, my understanding, and I'm no lawyer, but I talked to a couple, and my understanding is that murder requires premeditation. And this does not appear to have any, despite the fact they may have brushed, brushed against each other at some point, Work-wise, in the back in the day, there doesn't seem to be any premeditation here. Yeah, they they work together. I guess supposedly at a nightclub as bouncers together. But well, here's the thing though. Everything I read on that said Chauvin worked outside, Floyd worked inside, and the two didn't go back and forth. So there's I, minimal yeah. contact between the two there, in, in, as far as it shows. Now, this is just as far as it shows. We're armchair quarterbacking, yes, but you know. I, here's the thing. I don't see them getting a... I don't believe they can fulfill the burden of proof for an actual murder conviction. What, personally, I think they should have been going for is something in the, like, uh, criminally negligent homicide or uh, wrong, and then a, a wrongful death suit later on. But I don't think they've got enough to get murder because there was no no evidence of premeditation. That That's well, my concern. There was already a lawsuit that the, the family filed that the family won. And I believe that was the wrongful death they filed against the city. Yes, and uh, they already won. Uh, yeah, and that's... That was, and, that was mega dollars. Yes. And, and here's the thing. Even if the city settles that, a wrongful death, that's not saying that uh, Shelvin was actually guilty of anything. It just said that his actions contributed needlessly to the man's death, which... Let's face it. If he if he had kneeled on the dude's neck, he probably he probably'd still be alive. But 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 also talking to a few lawyers myself about doing even a wrongful lawsuit, okay? Because in back in our story, we could done the same thing, right? Yep. So it's more easier to prove than actually trying to convict somebody of the actual at the actual case. Yes. Um. So doing a wrongful lawsuit, um, it you can win no matter what. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Any lawyer is going to tell you that. Well, because a wrongful death just says that an agent, like if, if you're suing a city over that or a municipality, you're saying that an agent of that municipality contributed in such a way that if they hadn't, the person would still be alive. Now, I, I have to say that I think that. If one of two things hadn't happened, George Floyd would be alive today. If Sheldon had kneeled on his neck, he'd probably be alive today. If he hadn't been high as fuck on fentanyl, he would probably be alive today. Those are the two things. And, and there's a concurrence there that, you know, I think a lot of people want to ignore because they want to play the race card. 
And like I was saying, well, my my, my thing is this: is like, are they going to bring up the fentanyl in this charge? In, in this whole trial, if the defense attorney is worth what they're getting paid, they damn well better. And, and again, I'm not taking anyone's side. It's all I, the only side I take is the truth and the facts. That's all I want to know about. And in my opinion, the truth and the facts show that that does need to be brought into it. Because while Chauvin's actions did contribute, so did the fact. You know, that, that's, you know, hello, McFly, anybody home? But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, you know. I mean, I would, I'd love to know exactly. I mean, they, they told us he swallowed meth, uh, fentanyl, but I'd love to know how much he actually swallowed. How much he had all together, just out of curiosity. I would like to know what the levels were in his system, but I have yet to find that information. The body cam footage, that's easy to see. Now, mind you, yes, he was in the back of the vehicle. He was freaking out, which definitely fits in with the whole being, you know, flying on fentanyl, uh, saying he can't breathe, which, again, fentanyl does have respiratory effects. Uh, most people that die of a fentanyl overdose technically die of suffocation. Because it depresses the respiratory system to the point where they just kind of just stop breathing. And Absolutely. with no oxygen, the body's not going to keep going. It's like trying to run your car with an empty fuel tank. Um, yep, because it's starving for fuel. Yes. So, And if you have an older car and have a carburetor, it, uh, it really makes that weird sound like it's actually literally starving for fuel. It almost sounds like someone's freaking choking it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, I uh, I don't know. We'll, we're we're going to have to see how it plays out. I don't know how they've gotten any decent jury in there because, I mean, this was so over the media, you know, that I, I just don't know how they've gotten any type of, you know, open-minded jury here. Um, I, I think it's going to come down to, it, it, even when it goes into the jury room, I think you're going to see a jury kind of unbalanced at this point. Yep. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe we won't see that, but uh, y- you never know. Uh, let's see. You could see. You could see a jury say, you know what? Guess what? He's guilty of charge. Yeah. Which I, I, I hate to say it, but if it's a murder charge... It's going to be a miscarriage of justice in that case. Um, let's see. The Chauvin trial jury is more diverse than Minneapolis and Hennepin County. This should be interesting. So the exact demographics of the final jury will change at deliberation when two jurors are dismissed, but it's currently more diverse than the local population. Uh, let's see give me one oh no no okay I I misspoke I just pulled it up Uh, apparently they are going for a manslaughter charge not a murder charge so that was that they have a chance of getting Um, let's see uh more than half the jury is white, but it's still a smaller portion than the local population as a whole. Ah. Fourteen jurors, two of whom are alternatives, have been selected to sit on the trial. Identities are anonymous, but there's public information on each person's race, gender, and approximate age. 
two white men, six white women, three black men, one black woman, and two mixed race women. Hmm. So the the majority are younger than fifty, with the youngest in their twenties, while the oldest is in their sixties. And that's the information we got. The jury is fifty-seven percent white, twenty-nine percent black, and fourteen percent biracial. Sixty-four percent women and thirty-six percent men. Now, here's the thing: census data shows Minneapolis as a whole is sixty-four percent white, nineteen percent black, and five percent two or more races. <laughs> Minneapolis is fifty-one percent male and forty-nine percent female. And Hennepin County, which Minneapolis is a part of, is 68% white, 13% black, and 4% two or more races. There's a 50-50 split between men and women in Hennepin County. It's very interesting to see how that plays out. Um, Now, two of the 14 jurors are alternates and will be dismissed before deliberation, which could shift the demographics of the jury. Um, if it's the last two that were chosen like it normally is, that would be, um, both of them would be white women, but they can do it at random as well and pull the names out of a hat, for example. So if the court chooses to dismiss the last two jurors, the jury will then be 50% white, 33% black, and 12% two or more races. Interesting. (laughs) That is kind of interesting. Hmm. I wonder where that's going to go. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, it's not that it really makes a, 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 any major difference in the overall scheme of things, but it's interesting to see things like that. Um, let's see what's going on. Let me go to world news or U.S. news. Um, A few things here that I had. Just remember what I do with them. What I find interesting is that in the first couple months of, a, of the Biden presidency, there's the volume of, or the number of mass shootings that have happened. Well, we went for quite a while without any real major mass shootings. Yeah, it seems kind of funny how, you know, a uh, wonderful Democratic president gets into uh, office and, hmm. Now there's more mass shootings going on, and North Korea now is testing nukes again. Yep. Um, now, and, and here's the thing, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I realistically fall more as libertarian than either Republican or Democrat. I I take the best of both parties and pull it out, but realistically speaking, what we need to do to fix this country is get rid of the politicians, the career politicians. You know, bring it back to being for the people, by the people. Bernie Sanders doesn't have a fucking clue what it is that you and I deal with on a daily basis. You know, realistically speaking, not a single politician in there has the first fucking clue what it is the Joe, John Q. Public and Jane Q. Public deal with every day. And, not it's not just, and, and, and it's not just him either. It's also Alexandra... Oh, gosh. She just, I don't think she understands anything. It, AOC, she's the yeah. world's biggest fucking liar. But if you look at her Twitter page, she has over millions and millions of followers that actually believe her bullshit. Yep. I mean, if we look back at the January 6th surgeons that went on at their Capitol building, 
when she spoke up and she said she fears for her life. <laughs> she wasn't even there. She wasn't even there. And people still believe that she was there. Because she's going around and saying that, oh, they were going to kill me. You weren't there. Exactly. And now the latest one is she's going after the border, saying that there's no crisis at the border, and this is all about white supremacy. Oh, yeah. Okay, hang on. Hang on. I, I just I just went past the story on that now. She claims the, quote, surge plays into white supremacist philosophy. However, both Biden and Obama have used the word in border debates. So <laughs> this makes my head hurt. This really makes my head hurt. Um, you know, I, I, got, I got into this argument the other day with an actual left-wing nut job on uh, social media and believe it or not, CNN's Facebook page. Oh, Jesus. This guy, and I had spoke up and he goes, well, the firm, the, the former president that just left office should be up for criminal charges for putting kids in cages. Wait, hold on. That Back was Obama up. that started doing that. I was like, oh, so you're talking about Obama and Biden. I said, who started these cages and started putting kids in these cages. He couldn't come back and freaking fact check me and told me that I was wrong and that I needed to get an education. I have an education. I know what the news says. <laughs> and it was the Obama Biden administration. Now, if we go back and look, if you actually go back and look in 2019 to today, the people that tried to cross the border in 2019, when Trump was our president, it was only at about 28. 8,000 people. Yep. We are at today 100,000 and growing. This yep. is a this is a surge, a crisis going on in our border. And and this is this is not me being a Republican at all. Trust me, I'm a registered Republican, trust me. I see the news, I look at the facts, and it's just my personal opinion, and it has nothing to do with politics at this point. Exactly. Okay. You have a border that Biden had opened. And you're going to sit there and tell me that there's no crisis when the literally the sheer evidence is out there. And it even even Border Patrol has said that they are having a hard time trying to stop the cartels for. Um, bringing in, smuggling in drugs and uh, smuggling in criminals, that it's that bad. So you tell me. Dude, the, smuggler, the smugglers are dropping toddlers over a 14-foot wall. It, 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 it's, There's it's, video it's, of this. Absolutely. And, and it goes actually one, one step farther, actually. A bunch of senators actually went down there. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm a fan of Ted Cruz uh, from Texas. Um, I think his politics are uh, probably one of the greatest that, you know, been around. He, he tells the facts the way it is. Um, and, you know, he, he looks at what's going on in this world today. Um, even though, yes, he is a Republican, yes. But out of everyone that I truly like, it's got to be Ted Cruz because he tells you the way it is. He went down to the border. He took 
multiple pictures, started taking multiple pictures of what's going on down there. Biden administrations. Now, granted, this woman that actually stepped in his face and told her, respect the people, respect the people. They're not Americans. They're illegal immigrants. He's trying to get pictures to try to solve the problem that Biden started. Yep. And he's like, well, the girl goes, well, this isn't a zoo. She goes, well, I understand this isn't a zoo. She goes, but technically we are the media. This violates pretty much my freedom of press. Yep. Now, yes, he's a Republican. I get that. And everyone's going to be like, well, you're, he's a Republican and you support him because he's a Republican. No, I support him because he's doing what's trying to do what's right. You know, I mean, it's it's wrong what's going on down there. You, you want to come to our country, come legally, first of all. Yep. You know, everyone's going to be like, I can hear a left-handed now sit there and saying, he goes, well, 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 what do you mean? If you look back at the history, we've all come here. I'm like, yeah, but the rules back then were a lot different than what they are now. Yeah, the thing is, people want to say, oh, oh, all the people that came over here from Europe in the first place, they stole, and I mind you, yes, land was taken from Native Americans. However, you can't judge yesterday's actions by today's standards because the world has evolved. And it, it's, am I saying what they did was right by today's standards? No, not in any stretch, you know, although, what are we doing over in the Middle East? Absolutely. I mean, we're sending military over there and basically stopping on the people that whose land it is. Um, we, I'm we not bombed Syria. We bombed Syria. What was it? Uh, two or three weeks after Biden got into office. Why? Yep. Why? Why are we trying to start unneeded unneeded wars? Exactly. We uh, went four years without having starting a new war. It was kind of nice. I mean. You got North Korea sitting here and testing nukes again, trying to fire over to Japan. Because they know Biden doesn't have the balls to push the button, but they were afraid of Trump because they knew he was just crazy enough to push the button. You know, and I give props to, you know, I hated some of the things that, uh, you know, Trump said. But in reality, he got the job done. Here's the other thing is that if you look at what he actually did versus what the media and the Democrats went on about, he actually did do a lot of good things. I've said it before, too. He had a more diverse cabinet than even Obama did. Now, I will say this because I'm an equal opportunity person. I give Joe Biden credit. Joe Biden did something that Trump wouldn't dream of doing. He came out in support of transgender Americans yesterday, which was National Transgender Visibility Day. That's something Trump would never do. And obviously, you know, Bill, anybody that knows me knows me, knows that that's an issue that's close to my heart. You know, and I mean, because Trump didn't do it, did I hate him? Oh, fuck no. It's, it's, I never expected someone like him to, to have that kind of respect for people. He's a businessman. He's there to do the business, whatever. I mean, but here's the thing is, is that we need, this is why I personally voted for Joe Jorgensen because she can do the business, but she can respect the people at the same time. There's a pussy by your shoulder. Yes. I, uh, well, he's laying down. Finally, he was crying by the door. He wanted to get out. <laughs> right, he's down now, so he's good. Well, I mean, it's that one. That one 
don't know if you can see him. That one, the black one like that, that's James. <laughs> he don't he doesn't like to be he doesn't like to be touched. Well he, he doesn't mind being petted. You can't hold him. Show us how the doll where the man hit you or touched you, sorry. <laughs> exactly. Show me how the doll there, James, where you been where you don't like being dudged. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, Let's get to something a little bit more fun and positive for a minute. Um, so, Onondaga County has managed, our home county, has managed to score. Okay, go for it. Uh, Onondaga County has managed to score. I'll wait till you get back so you can hear me. Ooh. Kind of like a scene from a scary movie with the squeaky door. Yes. <laughs> so, Onondaga County managed to score $142 million uh, in federal stimulus money, state grants, and other funds to jumpstart the county's economy um, after the pandemic. What I find intriguing, and I would like to learn more about, is uh, oh, excuse me, the uh, part of it is going to be spent on a $25 million sports complex near the shore of Onondaga Lake. Featuring about a dozen playing fields, which I think is going to be really neat. I mean, we need more stuff to bring people here. If we can get fields like that that are usable by groups that will come in from out of town and bring major events to those fields, even better. I mean, we've got more damn hotel rooms in this county than we've ever had. We need to get the events now. Um, one good thing, too, about this whole $25 million sports complex, if ran correctly... Okay, I, I, mm -hmm. I saw people were bitching about this, about, well, Syracuse is filled with crime and all this other stuff and all this shooting. So I'm going to take this actually a little bit step farther, okay? And this is where this $25 million complex could actually really come in use for this county and for the city of Syracuse, okay? Is if actually done properly and you can do the programs for get the volunteers to start programs okay for sports for kids it would could actually lower your crime rate in the city exactly now i mean it's not gonna it's not gonna totally kill the crime rate 100 percent. so any but before anyone sits there and says well well the crime rates at this and it's only going to probably drop to this but if it drops 20 percent you want to know what would it really you want to would really cut down on the violent crime if new york became a shell issue versus a may issue state when it comes to pistol permits that too. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a fucking, you know, a gun nut if I'm going to say that. I just look at, I mean, honestly, I look at stats and numbers in Chicago. The city with the strictest gun laws in the country also has the highest incidence per capita of gun-related crime well, in the country. Well, if, if, okay, getting on the gun thing real fast and off the $20 million uh, sports complex, if you look at all the mass shootings right now and where they're actually being held at, they're actually being held at states and cities that actually have the highest freaking laws on gun control. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. <laughs> so, so literally, uh, Tennessee, uh, the state of Tennessee just opened up their concealed carry and their open carry to no permits. Yep. Um, Watch their violent crime just drop. And watch that. Yeah, exactly. Watch the crime just drop. So if you got rid of those those laws, like you just said, you know, I mean, 
Here in New York State, we have the worst fucking laws here in New York State. Not quite. California is a little worse than we are. Well, it's getting close to there. Yeah. Um, if we got rid of a lot of these laws, uh, the New York State Safe Act, it's the biggest fucking joke in the world. Yes, because it discriminates against a firearm based on cosmetic, not mechanical features. And, and I'm going to touch real fast on this whole Second Amendment crap that's been going on with Joe Biden. Um, and then I'm going to get back to the this twenty five dollar, there's twenty five thousand or twenty five million sports complex. We'll get there um, eventually. Twenty five million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I've. Uh, I, as you know, Jim, I just joined TikTok. Um, ah, yep. Yes, Wait, that was in the last I'm episode. Actually, Go watch it or listen to it. <laughs> I, yes, I'm actually getting my. I'm actually getting addicted to it. Actually, I got a lot of good jokes, I got a lot of, a lot of good jokes off that thing. Um, but uh, you know, with this whole thing, with Biden want to take our guns and stuff like that, and everyone keeps saying, "Well, the Republicans are going to start a civil war." No, we're not. No, we're not. But if they come and take our guns, if they try to, if they try to, well, then everyone can sit there and all these left wing nut jobs and sit there and say, well, you're going to go up against the police and you're going to go up against the U.S. military. Mm. No, we're not. Not necessarily, because most of them take an oath to defend the Constitution. The Constitution is very specific about that. The Constitution, believe it or not, protects us. Yep. And believe it or not, the Constitution also says that we can overthrow the government at any time and put in there who we seem fit. That's the whole point to the Second Amendment is to protect from enemies, both foreign and domestic. So if you want to really seriously, you left nut jobs, really want to actually look and want to keep talking and run your mouth. You need to look at top of the actual Constitution. What does it say? We the people. Meaning us. Mm-hmm. Republicans don't want to start a civil war. So just shut to, up. We just want to keep on living our lives. Libertarians are the same way, man. We're just kind of we're, we're the moderates in the middle, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now. I've seen so many police officers on fucking TikTok. Oh, yeah. On TikTok right now saying, guess what? My favorite one was a black man. He was a freaking officer. And I, I doesn't show the state or the county he's in. But his exact thing was, is he actually stated the law that if he is to dis, if he obeys an order to go get someone's gun and he knows it's wrong to go do, he actually is creating treason in an act of war. Yep. Oh, wait. Did I just say an act of war? Yes, I did. Because yep. guess what? He just did. He went against the Constitution. Yep. The um, Take that, left wing. <laughs> but, you know, back to, the, back to the sports complex, though, is that. Yes, please. I, I think that it's a good thing. And honestly, where they're looking at putting it, which is where the old Roth Steel was there in Hiawatha. Right up oh, to the lake. Great place. Great well, place. Yes and no. Um, it's it location wise, yes. It's a beautiful location, easy access on and off the highway, uh, six ninety, which takes you to the throughway in eighty one. So yeah, location wise, perfect. My concern 
is the brownfield remediation that needs to be done in that area because Roth Steel was a metal recycling plant, yes. which means there's a lot of shit in that ground from cars and transformers and everything else that went through there. I'm sure um, they're, I'm sure they're going to clean up. I, I'm, yeah. Would be my guess. I, mean, it's I would assume so, but that that's going to be, that's not going to be an easy job either. If they started on that this summer, my guess, and this is a guess based on what I've watched and read and, you know, looked into over, you know, what's gone on around Onondaga Lake previously with Honeywell is that it's going to be probably two years before they can even start putting the fields in. And that's if they're quick about it. And we don't have some really shitty ass weather over the next couple of years. So, but uh, I, I was reading the comments when this came out on the, on, uh, I remember if it was Syracuse.com or CNYcentral.com. Um, and I read the comments on there, and people were just saying, well, why aren't we fixing roads, or why aren't we doing this? Why are we worrying about a st- sports complex? And people, it's a grant. You were told what you have to do with grants. Because fixing the roads, unfortunately, does not stimulate the economy. Um, all it does is put money into the pockets of our DPW workers who end up working a bunch of overtime. Absolutely. Um, but And the companies that they contract with to do the paving. And, then, and yes, and then they were bitching about, well, we need to worry about getting the crime down. People, this is going to work if if done right, if done right. Okay. The best way to keep, keep kids off the streets is to give them something else to do. Okay. I.e. sports. Let's let's look at this in a way that okay, it could even help someone coming out of jail or prison who mm-hmm. might have had a sentence for uh, being a drug dealer. Okay, and he's now got to do community service. Um, and his knowledge is, let's say, basketball. Oh. Okay, this guy could take and go in, you know, and teach our youth basketball. You could start a basketball league. Yep. You know, and, and really get our youth off the streets and causing problems. And I, Like I said, it's not going to take and, and bring that crime down what people expect of a hundred percent, but even if it brings it down 20%, it's a start. It's a start. Especially right now. Well, especially right now, because we've seen triple digit spikes in suicide, violent crime, domestic violence. I mean, it's this pandemic in the social social isolation resulting thereof have created a bigger increase in violent crime and suicide that anything has in the past. I mean, it's ridiculous because you basically, the only social outlet people have now is social media. And let's face it, that's a fucking joke. And actually, I saw one today that really laid it down. Facebook is socialism personified because it's owned by a rich dude. You have no say in the rules and uh, they can do whatever they want. And you just have to suck it up. And, 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 and if they don't like what you're posting or anything like that, you get fact-checked. And you get banned eventually. You know, and, and, and it's becoming to where our world is, or, or even our country, I should say, is getting ran by social media tech. Yep. And that's that's not what our founding forefathers wanted. But No, it needs to get, like I said, for the people, by the people. Fucking um, Lincoln said it best in his Gettysburg Address that we need to preserve this country as being, you know, for the people, by the people. 
You know, it, that that's what the whole concept that this was based on. And if you want to pick somebody, especially right now with the quote unquote racial tensions, which I'm sorry, racism is a social construct, period. It's not something we're born with. It's literally for, it, it, I'm going to say it, Jim. It's literally all it is is to get the left to vote. It's a get way, here, here, I'm going to take it a step further. Promoting racism, however they want to do it, whether it's by the government or the media, promoting racism creates a divide in the people, and a people divided are much weaker than a people united. Because if we all said, fuck this, we're not racist, stood together and told the government to go fuck themselves, they wouldn't have much choice in the matter. But, you know, when... It's getting to to that point, because there's a lot of people... Um, even even from the left side that uh, are are starting to step up and see that you know what's going on in this country um, is just not good I mean I'm seeing it on TikTok um, yeah I can't believe the things that I've seen on TikTok I there was a woman on there today I was scrolling through videos today just you know finding funny stuff because I was getting pissed off at work hey. and this uh, woman who came out on TikTok as being a lesbian, uh, her best friend had called her up. She totally left the Democratic Party because of this. Um, she left because her friend called her up and told her that she was racist. All because she was a lesbian and she was white. She goes, how the fuck am I racist? I mean, don't get me wrong. I will say this. there, there it, Prejudice is real. But racism is a social construct. Um, last night, the wife and I went down to Panera for dinner. And we're sitting there, and I don't know the whole story, what happened. All I know is we're sitting there, some lady starts screaming the N-word. And you're an effing N-word. And I'm like, the fuck? So I guess she went storming out the door and left. But I, I'm not sure exactly what the situation was. But here's the thing. I went, I, as we were leaving, I eyeballed the entire crew there. I don't think there was any people of color working, so I'm. I think that was just uh, somebody with some, you know, mental issues there. And we're like, who the hell is she calling her Edward? Because there's nobody here that's even. I'm darker than most of the people that were working there, and I'm just Italian. Yeah, like my my, my wife, where my wife works, there's now two black women that work there. <clears throat> Um, one of us, one of them is actually one of our good friends, actually. And the other one, she's 22, 23, um, and believes in the whole racial thing and stuff like that. And Republicans are racist and they're just a bunch of gun tooting rednecks that, you know, want to kill black people. She's finding out very, 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 very the hard way that it's not true. Um, she's met me. Yep. She's works with Lisa every day, side by side. And uh, she was going on a rant one day and our other one that we're actually really good, close friends with. And she goes, you really, she goes, you need to stop. And she kind of looks at her and goes, what do you mean? She goes, Lisa's a Republican. She goes, huh? She goes, yeah. And so wasn't Bill and Bill comes here. She goes, Bill comes here and hangs out with us. So you don't want to say this stuff in front of Bill. And she finally met me 
and uh, you know, I was talking to her, and I, you know, I, I was warned ahead of time, so I didn't talk about politics in front of her. Yep. Okay. I greeted her, respected her, you know, shook her hand when I met her, and uh, yes, I know you're not supposed to shake hands. I get it. Don't worry, I wash my hands first. So just, hand <laughs> just gotta pull that out there real fast. <laughs> but she's literally coming around and realizing that Republicans aren't who she thought they are. Yep. Well, that's the thing. I, like I always say too, I have some very good friends who are Democrats, and you know what? It my issue isn't with them. My issue is with the party as a whole, because the party. It's like I was. It, there's a very strong corollary here. I've always said everybody has faith. Faith is your personal relationship with your deity of choice, whether it's God, Allah, Yahweh, the uh, goddess, whatever you know, Bass, the flying spaghetti monster, Chipulu, anything. That's your personal relationship. That's faith. Religion is somebody trying to tell you how to have that relationship. And the day somebody tries to tell me how to have a relationship with my wife, I'm punching them in the face. It's that simple. Um, you know, and, I've and always Jesus told you. The same I've always, okay, like, you know, you know I'm a Christian. You know I believe in God. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> but, you know, when, you know, the situation that you and your wife... Okay. Mm-hmm. I called you up and I talked to you about it. Yep. In a peaceful manner. Yep. I asked questions. Because you know why? I was curious. Yep. But as human beings, that's what we're supposed to do. Yep. It's not my job to sit there and tell you that you're wrong because from what the Bible tells me, I'm not to judge you. Exactly. The Bible tells me that the only one that's to judge you is God himself. There you go. So why am I going to judge who, you, who you're who you with or what you're doing in your life? That's mm-hmm. up to you. That's up to you. you know? So I'm not saying, trust me, anyone ask me, I'm not saying what he's doing is bad. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying what. I hope not. It's 18 years of bad if it is. <laughs> fuck, you're fucked now, dude. <laughs> and in all the right ways. <laughs> well, anyways, I was not saying it was bad in any way. So I know. Sit there and sit there and says and goes, well, no, I'm not saying you. I'm saying the fucking left hand wing sitting there going, well, you're being unsensitive. No, I wasn't being unsensitive. No. I was explaining something. Okay. Here we go. Bill, I take no offense to anything you just said because we're friends and you're very you're a good dude. So it's there's no and we did. We we, we sat and talked about it. And it's here's the thing. I I do my cooking videos every week and that series I always wrap it up with the concept that when you make food at home and you have people sit down around a table and talk over that food you made, you're A building awesome memories and B the conversation that comes out of that. You know, if we have like we have different views on stuff, that's just how it is. But when you talk about it, I may not change your mind. You may not change my mind. But yeah, our ideas had, are now. We've had debates plenty of times that yeah. you know that we're not here, but we're you know on the phone or something like that, and be like, oh no, you got to do it this way. And I'll be like, well, well, no. But here's the thing: is that even if we don't change each other's mind, we've learned more, and our minds have opened up some more. And that's really, I think, what it's going to take to fix what's wrong with the world today. 
But, exactly. You know, just listen to what someone has to fucking say and stop trying to argue with everybody all the damn time. Exactly. Uh, I'll admit, I do it all the time, but only because I can't stand that freaking left-wing freaking idiots that don't want to fucking listen and think they know everything. But I found a way to actually take and actually combat with them. I usually do the stupid thing of asking a stupid question. <laughs> and that gets them mad. Yep. When you ask, them, you. you ask them the logical question. Yep. Or just, and you write it in a stupid way, then that's when they start getting mad and start calling you names. Yep. And I'm like, yep, you just proved your point that you look like a dumbass. Exactly. I did do that the other day when I freaking was going on. What the hell were we going? Oh, we were going about the immigration and the guy couldn't even give me any facts. He finally just, I asked the question of like, well, shouldn't actually Biden and my exact words were, shouldn't Biden and fucking Obama be the criminals then being charged with a, you know, a actual criminal charge? Yep. And he couldn't even come back with a fact. He just told me that I was a moron and I need to get educated. I'm like, you just proved my point that you have no idea what you're talking about. Apparently, you don't have a job, so stop being a keyboard warrior. Yep. I mean it, and that's what I do for now on. I, 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 I don't even, I don't even get any argument anymore with anybody. I just ask the simple question to be like, and they can't come back with a fact. Exactly. And when you can't come back with a fact, then obviously you have no clue what you're talking about. Because oh yeah, there's there, there's somebody locally that likes to play that way too, but. <laughs> We won't, we won't mention their names. No, I, I said you know somebody somebody floated the in the back you know, a picture from back when this person ran for mayor of the village, and uh, <laughs> yes, my what answer are you was about now? Yeah. never mind. <laughs> my answer was yes, just what we need a mayoral candidate who's transphobic and stuck in the eighties. I, I I heard he's trying to run again. Yeah, that'll never happen. I'll keep my thoughts to myself on this one because every time I had a thought for here in the small little village, I got myself arrested. Yep. <laughs> over dumb shit. Over dumb shit. Yep. But yeah, I, I, I'm like, you know, because here's the best part. He said, you can go ahead and hit me. It'll be a hate crime. I'm like, dude, you're so fucking stupid because we're in the same group. It's not a hate crime at that point, you stupid fuck. <laughs> But anyway. <laughs> uh, just, oh. uh, just, he's, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. I know. Anyway. I've got, I've got words that I would really love to use, but no, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have an iPhone, right, Bill? What's that? You have an iPhone. I do. So do I. U.S. iPhone users spend an average of $138 on apps in 2020, and apparently they're projecting that to grow to $180 on average in 21. I don't spend anything on apps. Neither do I. So that means that somebody out there is spending over $300 on apps to balance us out. Apparently, because I don't spend <laughs> on apps. <laughs> I'm like, apps I have are free. Same. I actually, no, I. Well, wait, no, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. Wait, wait. Do you mean like actually spending money on the app? Or uh, from what it reads here. Or is it um, like just buying apps? Both buying an app. They're they're including people that buy apps and that spend money in app. Like okay, if apps I, I do, 
if an app, like say you're playing a, a slot machine app and you want more coins, so you drop 99 cents on 100 coins. That, nope, don't have that. that well, I'm just saying as an example. Okay, um, I have one, two, three. Hang on, I'm looking at all my apps. U.S. users spent the most money on puzzle games like Candy Crush Saga and Gardenscapes. <laughs> I played Gardenscapes. I fucking deleted it because I got so goddamn frustrated with it because I couldn't I, get I anywhere have, without spending money. I have I have three apps that I actually buy stuff off from, and it's Walmart, Amazon, and Adore Me. That's different. Um, they're not talking about, like, your shopping apps. This is actually about, like I said, the apps like Candy Crush, where you, you need more of your special candy so you can do shit, so you buy them. That's what they're talking about. I'll even show you what the Adore Me app is. You'll probably like the Adore Me app. I'm afraid to ask. Now, like Adam and Eve? No. Are you buying special toys to break headboards? Oh, women's underwear. Yes. I, you know what? I have tried to do that for the wife, and I have failed miserably every damn time, so I gave up. I just uh, said, you got what you like, I'll pay for it. You suck at it, then. Well, <laughs> I mean, hell, it ends up on the floor anyway. <laughs> she got pissed off one time because we were in uh, Victoria's Secret, and she said, what do you think of this? And I said, throw it on the floor. She goes, why? I said, then I can tell you what I think of it. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, you're an asshole. I'm like, I'm honest, though. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time we're in a store and she's looking at something and be like, what do you think I'd look like in this? I'd be like, throw it on the floor. Let me see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Hey, Jim. Yo. Got a joke for you. Uh-oh. What the one pussy lip say to the other? I'm afraid to ask. I don't know what happened to us. We used to be tight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay okay hang on fair is fair fair is fair what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes we spend way too much time we spend way too much time on TikTok yes we do <laughs> I love the little Johnny jokes those are good oh god yes <laughs> oh shit okay anyway <laughs> uh, yes are you thing. kidding me are you fucking kidding me I try not to no this is CNN headline two minutes like two minutes ago 40 minutes ago sorry Biden says he would strongly support moving the MLB all-star game out of Georgia over new voting laws Does he own the Major League Baseball? Well, I don't know. He's been in office for 120 years, supposedly. See. <laughs> I had to go there. Sorry. I'm just, no, I'm not. I'm just staying away from that right now. I'm, I'm going to go some a little bit better. Uh, NASA's insight detects two sizable earthquakes on, well, technically, I suppose they're Mars quakes on Mars. So Mars has Marsquakes. 
That's interesting to know. Uh, New York finalizes plan to send some illegal immigrants and ex-convicts $20,000 checks. Our uh, wonderful, our wonderful Gomo, Cuomo, Gomo for you, Cuomo, Cuomo. This is why we're when when we move out of the state. This is one more reason why. Well, I, I, you know, I listened to an interview the other day with the governor of South Dakota, and as much as I don't really care for the state. Only, yeah. because pers- only, only because personal reasons. Yep. Um, it is a state that is completely free. Well, that's why we've been looking at Nevada because Nevada is honestly, realistically speaking, when you average out everything, Nevada is probably the perfect libertarian state. Um, because it's very liberal. It's got the perfect mix of liberal and conservative to make it a fully moderate state. Uh, open carry with no permit, concealed carry with a permit, but it's a shall issue versus a may issue state. And um, yeah, no state income tax, no state business tax. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm not seeing wonderful weather. <laughs> the, the weather in Pahrump. <laughs> if you can deal with the heat. Oh, I love the heat. Alexa, what's the weather in Pahrump, Nevada right now? Right now in Pahrump, Nevada, it's 81 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Tonight's forecast has clear skies with a low of 51 degrees. Beats the hell out of what we're looking at. So it's like 81 degrees at 446 in the afternoon. I can live with that because it's dry heat. You don't feel like you can't breathe or you got to sip the air through a straw. That is true. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, you buy a $300,000 home down there on two plus acres of prop of land and property taxes are about a third of what I pay here for my postage stamp in the village. Yes. We actually looked into Georgia and actually it's the same thing in Georgia. They're like homes that go for normally like, what is it? 120,000 here. I think in Georgia they were, what the hell was it? I saw it was like between sixty to seventy-five thousand. Yep. Well, I was we we're looking at one. It's about three hundred thousand, and the main house is like three thousand square feet. The casita is almost two thousand square feet. There's a one a two car attached garage, a one car detached garage, an outbuilding workshop. Um, there is a um. What was I thinking? It's fully fenced in around the entire two acres. I'm like, why the fuck am I still in New York? <laughs> there was this was this was before um, I met uh, my wife Lisa, and uh, I was actually at one point considering moving to South Dakota, um, which I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> there was a house out there that was for sale. It was a Seven bedroom home had a thirteen stall garage. Nice. Had well, well, no, it gets better. Had its own indoor gun range. Nice. 
where you could actually fire AR-15s. Nice. And it was on, I think it was five acres of land. Very nice. Priced at a little under, a little under two hundred thousand. Damn. Yeah. See, I, I I was actually looking at this. I said it's got enough space that as long as there's nothing to interfere with the digging, I could actually buy like a, um, some. Uh, I actually buy some uh, shipping containers and bury them and make my own underground gun range. You could do that too. Yep. Uh, uh, anyway. There's <laughs> concrete around it. So, let's see. Well, we're at our hour mark, so I think we're going to wrap it up so the wife and I can go grab dinner. And uh, that was a pretty good show, though. I got I think we covered a good range of stuff here. Um, as always, this will be up on all your major podcast outlets. Uh, take a listen where you find it. If you want to see it, you can find us on. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Just do a quick search for BJ and Coffee, or go to Facebook.com/slash BJ and Coffee, and you'll find links to both the audio and video there. You can hit us up on Twitter at coffee underscore BJ, or you can email us at bjandcoffee at gmail.com. And Bill has left. Oh, there you are. You're back again. I have no idea why my internet just kicked me off, but it did. Okay. I was also like, I thought you were just very intently reading something, and also like, it went boop. I went, oh, hey, Bill left the building. No, and I looked up at Froze, and I'm like, looking, I'm like, why am I off the internet? <laughs> okay, something's going on here. I don't know what's going on with this computer. Eh, could be just because you're upstairs. Well, it could be that or the fact that uh, somebody downloaded another game again. <laughs> I like not having kids in the house. I don't have to worry about that. Ugh. If the dogs download a game, I'm in trouble. <laughs> but There's only one that I truly, really like. The baby? And you froze again. <laughs> it just looks like you're really thinking. About... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I probably shouldn't laugh that hard over it. So I'll give it a second for Bill to come back. I'll finish the housekeeping. Yep. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. We're there. We're at all of your usual podcast locations. And uh, I'll give this another minute here. See if he makes it back. Um, let's see. Uh, and it's just me. So on that note, everybody have a great rest of your week. We will catch you next week. And uh, until then, be kind to one another. And um, as Bill says, have a great week. See you later, folks.